0: This is the Get Fit Babe podcast, a space for women to come connect, get inspired and find guidance to get fit in all facets of life, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. I just want to help you guys start living the Get Fit Babe lifestyle with a fire in your soul. I'm Cody Talley, founder of Get Fit Babe. I'm a fitness coach, holistic health freak, real estate professional and social media marketer who is right there with you trying to figure out how to live the most abundant, free-spirited lifestyle possible. And I've met some pretty cool people along the way that I cannot wait to introduce you to. From life coaches, fitness competitors, acupuncturists, chiropractors, the list goes on. I have the most inspiring minds lined up to speak their truth. Let's do this. Happy June, you guys. I absolutely love, love, love new months. I look at it as a completely fresh start, a clean slate, setting new goals, and going after it. So that was my day yesterday. I took all day Saturday to just set myself up For the month. And I had one of my really good friends call me and say that they saw what I was doing sort of on Instagram where I was sharing the goals that I was setting up and how I was getting organized. And he goes, I love that you can just do that, that you can set your goals up, you can sit down and structure out your whole month. And I was kind of quiet because I didn't know how to respond or what to say. Like, do I say thank you? But I ended up just saying, You know, I don't really have a choice. It's go time. Like, it is time to get after it. And I realized that last month I felt sort of unhappy and out of sync. And I realized it was because I had absolutely zero structure. I had nothing I was aiming for last month. Don't get me wrong, I had a priority list, a to do list a mile long, but I found that I wasn't taking any steps forward. It was like I was on one of those wheels just going around in circles or I oftentimes say I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I am literally just trying to keep my head on and I do better, I move forward when I have myself set up for the month. It's like going out for a run with absolutely no destination and people who hate running, they probably just cringed. Like, Could you imagine leaving your house to go out for a run and you have no idea where you're going there are no mile markers, you didn't prepare, you have no supplies, you have no water, you're not wearing the right shoes, you're not listening to the best music. That's what it's like for me when I don't set up my months. It's like setting out for a run with no destination and no mile markers. So my goals for me each month are set up in the obviously 30 to 31 day increments and i have little mile markers each week where i can tell that i'm taking a step forward towards my goals so i wanted to share with you guys the categories that i use to set up my goals and this is just something that i sat down one day last year and i'm like okay where are my focuses in my life and where do i need to set goals strategically categories. And this is what I came up with. So number one is your personal goals. So this encompasses everything from fitness and nutrition, personal development, your routines, and your schedule. So I'll break it down for you. On Saturday, I spent a lot of time setting up my fitness and nutrition routine. And when I have a routine with my exercise, and I'm on point with my nutrition. I feel like it's a domino effect into other areas of my life. So when I'm on point in in that area, when I am going to the gym with intention, I know what workout I'm doing each day and I'm seeing progress in my fitness and nutrition, it translates into the other areas of my life. I want to be more structured in my career. I want to be more structured in my finances. It just starting with the personal, starting with the fitness and nutrition in your health really, really does translate into the rest of your life. So I set up an eight-week program for myself. Now through the end of July, I know exactly what workout I'm doing each day. It's strategically set up. I have my nutrition plan to go right around with it. And I have goals attached to my fitness and nutrition. So this is all under the personal goals category. And then I have my personal development goals. So with books and podcasts, I have the weekends for podcasts that are funnier so that I can just sort of shut my brain off. So I love listening to Caitlin Bristow's Off the Vine podcast on the weekends, but then throughout the week, I train myself to listen to podcasts that are going to grow me either in business or in my personal life. So I love listening to Lori Harder's Earn Your Happy podcast. It is kind of a combination of both, both personal, emotional, mental health, and she helps you with business mentality, priority, and financial. So depending on what I'm feeling that day, I can kind of pick and choose which episode of hers I want to listen to. And then one of my personal goals is to finish the book that I have been reading. And that's just a Christian novel that I have been reading before bed. And so my goal is to actually finish it because I have a habit of starting books and then I will Learn a very valuable lesson from that book and I'll put it away and I won't finish the book because I'm like, oh, I already got what I wanted out of that book. And I have so many unfinished books. So my goal this month is to actually finish the book that I've been reading and then this is my favorite part i set up a morning and an evening routine and i did this routine this last month for about a week and i saw a drastic difference in my day-to-day life in my energy in how i radiated just felt abundant when i had this morning routine so my goal this month is to actually stick with it and I've created a girl boss schedule for myself. So my ideal girl boss schedule, I feel like you guys have heard me talk about this a few times, I can't remember who I got this from. It might've actually been the hashtag girl boss. But they said create what you would think is your ideal day to day life. And mine looks like a morning and evening routine, work in the middle, and then like two hours of sunshine. So I want to go and just like lay on the beach or go and lay by the pool. So I have my schedule set up around what my ideal day would look like. So my morning routine that I have set up starts at 7 a.m., Now, I have been having an epiphany around this because there are so many entrepreneurs out there that will tell you what led them to their success, they'll tell you that you have to be a 5 a.m.er. there's the miracle morning where it says get up super early, Um, I have friends that get up at 4.30am, and I have been so conflicted for the last few years because I'm like, I want to be successful, I want to get up early, start my morning early and crush it like all these other people are crushing it. But I realized that I am most creative in the evenings, so I can stay up until one, two in the mornings creating things, and I'm not a morning person. And I sleep better and I sleep deeper in the mornings. I'm not sure what my problem is, but I've always kind of been that way where I thrive at night and I sleep really well in the morning times. And so what I've been doing the last... Probably why I'm so tired all the time is because I put so much pressure on myself to be a 5 a.m.er, to wake up, to work out, to get my day started early, to do my journaling and meditation before the sun comes up. And don't get me wrong, like I felt like motivated and that I was thriving when I was doing that, but I was so dang tired and I needed to figure out what worked for me and where I was most creative. And so for me, waking up between 7 and 8 a.m. is how I function best and how I'm able to crush out my to-do list the best. So you just have to find what works for you. If waking up at 5, 6 a.m. doesn't work for you, and there's a difference between saying, oh, that doesn't work for me and never trying it. and thinking that that's just too early for you because you've been lazy and not on a routine. So you can make it work for you, um, but I've tried it and I've tried it for a long duration of time and it just doesn't work for me. So I set up my morning routine to start at 7 a.m. The first thing I do when my feet hit the ground is I get up and I make my bed. And there are studies done that show when you do a task and you complete it first thing in the morning, you're setting yourself up for a really productive day. So I make my, de- my bed first thing in the morning, and then I have to take the dogs down to the park. Um, I feed them, I drink my celery juice, and then I sit down and I journal and spend time with Jesus for an hour. And then after I'm done journaling, I go and I work out for an hour. I shower and I get ready, and then I actually start my work day, and my goal is to start my work day by 10 a.m., And I found that spending the first three hours of my day journaling, reading, meditating, working out, I am like on high. I am in such a flow state. I feel like I'm floating. And so instead of cramming it in for 30 minutes or an hour, I've decided to allot three hours for me to allow myself to get my day started and set myself up on that right foot. And then my evening routine is my absolute favorite. I set a start time by 10.45, I start my evening routine because I'm most creative at night, but then I realize I don't actually need to stay up until 1.30 a.m. doing these things. So 10.45 is going to be essentially when I start my bedtime routine. I'll take a warm shower or a salt bath, I'll light a relaxing candle, stretch, and this is key. I have been sleeping so much better when I do this. I've been so much more relaxed. When my head hits the pillow, I fall asleep, and that is so unlike me. But because I've been winding down at the end of the night with a salt bath, a relaxing candle, I'll stretch, meditate, and pray for 30 minutes. And then I'll read my book before bed and it's lights out before 1230. So that's kind of my evening routine window between 1045 and 1230. So those are my personal goals. You guys, I have fitness, nutrition, personal development. I have my morning and evening routine and my girl boss schedule. Number two, this is just general. So these are words that I need to implement in my life. So it was, sort of what do you need this month? What do you need to work on this month? And for me, I need to be more disciplined. I need to time block, prioritize, and schedule. Number three is relationships and social life. So I live in this area of Tampa. It's all apartments. There's a little courtyard downstairs with restaurants, bars. Um, There's down the street, a uh, little turf area. It's called Sparkman's Wharf, right on the water. Um, lights, bowling, all sorts of food. And we're downtown Tampa. And everybody that I know, almost everybody that I know in Tam- the Tampa area lives in this little neighborhood of Tampa. And so it's really easy to be like, hey, what are you doing right now? Let's go down and get a drink. Or, you know, when the food trucks are here, like, hey, let's go get some food. Come over and have wine. Um, little things like that that just throw me off my schedule. And they have it's been so fun. But I need to allot that to the weekends because it's throwing off my game. I need to plan ahead and say no to last-minute invites that throw off my schedule And then I took time to figure out like, okay, who is in my life right now that I need to give time to and who have I been giving my time to that I need to take time away from and how am I serving the people who are in my life right now? So there is absolutely no harm in saying no to hanging out with people that you're not necessarily serving each other. I just recently had to do this and although... It broke my heart to kind of push this person away a little bit nicely we weren't serving each other and there was no reason for us to take time away from each other in that sense and so because i did that i'm able to give my time to people like there's someone on my heart right now becky i haven't seen becky in a while and i'm like oh my gosh i absolutely adore and love to give Becky my energy and my time. And because I've been giving that energy and time to other people, I haven't seen Becky as much. And so I just kind of set up my relationships and social life to, okay, what are my expectations? I'm hanging out with people on the weekends. What does that look like when I'm hanging out with these people? And for me, after Memorial Day weekend, there's, I'm not drinking and I'm not going out. It's just not my vibe. I do not love it. After the weekend's over, I don't look back and think, wow, that was an amazing weekend standing around at the bar with a drink in my hand, talking to people I don't know. Like that's just not my cup of tea. I would rather drink a cup of tea in bed with a book. But I set up my month like, okay, this is what I did last month. This is what I'm doing differently this next month. My weekends are for social life. This is what I want my social life to look like, maybe going out to dinner with a friend and having wine, having them over, watching The Bachelor, things like that. So things that are going to continue to help me thrive, but also help my social life, help my relationships, help those grow instead of spending time getting drunk out at the bars. So again, who do you want to spend your time with? How are you serving each other? Who have you been spending time with that you're not necessarily serving each other? And then for me, my relationship and social life goals is to plan ahead and say no to last minute invitations. Number four is job goals. So stick with me here because I have number four is job and number five as career. And I see them as different. So I see my job as a position of regular employment. What is paying my bills right now is my job. And for me personally, that's real estate and my social media marketing. I run other people's Instagram accounts and that pays my bills right now. And that's my job. That's what I have to do in order to pay my rent. Now, career is my life's work. Personally, this is where I set goals to actually build my dream, to build my dream job, to build my dream career, and to just live the lifestyle, the life that I want to live. So I think of my job and my career as something totally different. Someone told me the other day that there's no such thing as a dream job. And I, I thought about it. I was like, huh, well, first of all, that's super pessimistic, but Secondly, like they must be working a job that they hate and they haven't maybe they haven't sought out other opportunities. Maybe they don't know what their purpose is or they haven't found their purpose or they have nothing that sort of sparks them and lights them up. But at the end of the day, I think that most of us think that there's no such thing as a dream career or a dream job because it actually takes work to get there it's not an easy fit. You guys, it's not an easy fit for me. I'm somebody that's super passionate about my career. I understand what my purpose is and I have such clarity on what I want my dream life to be, but it's not easy. It's hard. I work hard at the job so that I'm able to, at the end of the day, work on that dream career to build that dream life. So Maybe you haven't found your purpose, but consider what are your gifts? What do you enjoy doing? What are you doing when you feel most alive, when you feel most in sync, when you feel sort of like your heart or your soul is floating? Think about that and then consider how can you turn that into a way to make money? Because if you haven't found your dream job, maybe you need to create your dream job and honestly now is a better time than ever because we have the internet and we have so many tools that people are creating jobs left and right people are creating their dream life out of what their gifts are by just creating that job opportunity supplying a service from their gifts or creating a product that they're passionate about or that they feel like would serve and help other people and they're earning money from that so you can really build anything in this day and age but don't ever think that when you're living in your purpose it doesn't take work or that the money will just come easily or no one will question you when you're living in your purpose because honestly i have found that when i start living in my purpose that's been the path of most resistance I have found that it lights me up, it sets me on fire, I feel most alive, but it also is the harder path. It's the path that makes me super freaking uncomfortable. It throws things at me that are completely unexpected. It's the harder way to live. Nine to five, working in salary position where you know how much money is coming in each month, you know how much money you can put into savings, you have the stability, you have the benefits. That. Is an easy way to live. The harder route is having none of that, having no health insurance, having no security, not knowing, you know, taking those risks and kind of owning your own time and not having a set schedule, not having anybody to work with, not having anybody to keep you accountable to those goals or, you know, a report that's due with a deadline. Your boss is going to yell at you if you don't get that report in. But for me, if I don't get that fitness plan done, nobody's going to yell at me. So, the path that I've chosen to move towards my purpose, I've had a lot of resistance, I've had a lot of struggle, it's a lot harder to live in that that path, but that's the path that I choose because I want to build that career, I want to build that life by design. So that's why for number four, I have job and I have goals set up around the positions that are paying the bills. So my social media marketing business, I have set mile marker points throughout my month that are attributed to each client that I have. So I have two acupuncture accounts that I run. I have a dessert spot that I run, and then I help consult for a speaker and an author entrepreneur here in Tampa. So I have goals around all four, four of those clients, how much um, growth I want to help them see in their following. I have goals around their content. I have goals around that part of my finances and finding another client and how much that client is willing to pay me, etc. And then I have real estate and I have how many listings I want this month, my goals around real estate. And with both of those quote, jobs, I have my time block in my girl boss schedule where I have allotted time to those two things. And then I have my career and this is where I'm super excited for this next month because I am setting up my schedule according to my priorities and obviously my number one priority are the jobs that are paying the bills. So social media marketing is first, real estate is second. And then I have my career. So although some people flip it and they think, oh, building your dream life should be your top priority, but not if you're not earning enough money in your dream career, in your side hustle or your, you know, future core of life's work. If you're not earning enough income, that can't be the number one thing that you do. And that's where I've sort of been flipped around. So my spare time is going to go into building my dream career. When you say you don't have time, when you have a nine to five job, or maybe um, you're a nurse and you have a crazy busy schedule, you have time, you have an hour, two hours a day, to a lot to building your dream career. I have a friend named Lacey Megan, go follow her at Lacey Megan. She, sometimes I don't know how she does it, she is now expecting she is a full time nurse she works like rotating night shift schedules this that and the other um she was running a multi level marketing business when we first met, and she was finishing her Nursing degree. I'm not really sure of all the terminology, but she was going to school studying for large exams running this multi-level marketing business and She was becoming an influencer. She's just exploded on Instagram and she was doing all these meetups around New Jersey and all these speaking events. I'm like girlfriend I don't know how you do it, but you're crushing it And she's just prime example of somebody who stopped making excuses about the time she didn't have or how busy she was so you can build your dream career if we all just pull our heads out of our butts and actually do it so number six is financial goals and i won't go too far into that because i'm not a financial advisor i'm not huge into sharing my personal financial goals but those are my six so again number one was personal goals number two is your general goals so you could kind of pick a word of the month mine is discipline number three is relationship and social life number four is your job your paid position what pays the bills number five is your career for me that's my dream job number six is your financial goals So after I went through each category and I kind of brain dumped everything within that category that I want to work on and what my mile marker points are, I set up a simple to-do list and I clear the clutter. So I currently now have my phone plugged in and I'm taking all of the pictures on my phone and putting them on my computer and I'm going to clear them from my phone. I'm gonna delete all my unused apps, delete all my emails and all my text messages and just clear the clutter. Because for me, that's something that has annoyed me and held me back last month, seeing that storage almost full on my phone every single time I tried to take a picture. It's just something that's been limiting me from creating content. And then I set up my vision board. So I went through, I made a new vision board and I printed off pictures for this month's goals that I want to achieve, and I put them all around my apartment. I put one on my door, one on my fridge, one on my bathroom mirror, just things to remind me not to waste time and what I am aiming for. And then I pulled out my whiteboard and my markers and I wrote down all of these goals. So I wrote down personal, general, relationships, jobs, career, and financial goals. I have them in my notebook I have them on my whiteboard I wrote them out in my notes on my computer and then I designed a schedule in my planner around these goals so that is it you guys that is how I set up my months for success I swear if you do this if you sit down at the end of each month or the beginning of each month and you've set yourself up for success, you're going to go out on that run and you're gonna kill it because you're gonna have a destination. You're gonna have your your mile marker points and you're gonna have all the supplies that you need to make it. Thanks so much for tuning in this week, you guys. I am so excited about this month because not only is it my birthday month, but we are also launching the eight-week Get Fit Babe fitness program. It is launching June 16th, which just happens to be my birthday. And I love gifts, so feel free, just kidding. But gift for me for my birthday could be to purchase the eight-week guide. It will be launching june 16th super excited about it stay tuned on my social media i'm going to be answering all questions this week and going over what the plan will actually consist of but mark your calendars